Hey guys, producer Matt here. Just wanted to give you a quick update. At the end of last week's episode, we said that we would be releasing the Sleeping Beauty episode of the podcast. We are going to release that next week. We recorded this news episode, and with all the James Gunn stuff that's going on right now, and we discuss it in depth in this episode, it just felt like a smarter idea to put it out while everything is happening right now so that it wasn't too dated by the time it finally came out. So news episode a week early next week, we will have the sleeping beauty episode. Thank you guys always for listening. And thank you to anybody who found out about us from San Diego comic-con. I hope you're enjoying the show or those people who found us through Kevin Perger. Thanks for sticking around for a couple extra episodes to see how you like us. Hey, maybe I'm just nostalgic or maybe it's truly magical. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is a Disneyto podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking news with producer Matt. Hello. Producer Matt has good news for us, as always, from the realm of Disney. Also, this is the first time we've all been together to record in about a month or maybe more, I think. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a, a minute, as the, the children say. Yeah. It's been a minute. First off, uh, as we do with the news episodes, have you guys watched anything Disney in the month that we haven't really hung out? Nope, of course not. <laughs> I What did I watch? Ooh, I watched Princess Diaries a few days ago. For some point. reason, I was going to be like, Mama Mia, here we go again. I think it's because her name's Mia, but that's the wrong movie. It is Miss Mia Thermopolis. Mia Thermopolis. Mia Thermopolis. Thermopolis alone is just a fun last. Thermopolis. Thermopolis. Imagine, Thermopolis. It sounds Greek. What is she? Geno- Genovia? Genovian. Yeah. Genovian? Is that a place? Genova? Is that a real place? Genovagonian? Genovian. <laughs> Genovian? Um, but yeah, that was a good movie. I watched the live action Jungle Book. Ooh, I've only seen that, that once, but it was great. Uh, it was so I liked it. It was really pretty, very yes. beautiful. Visually I didn't really stunning. I didn't like some of the casting choices. I thought Scarlett Johansson as Ka was a little annoying, but that's just me. Maybe I don't know. Whatever, decide for yourself. You're your own human. But it, otherwise, it was a good movie. Yeah, I see that. Um, what else did I watch? You know, I just had an epiphany now that you were talking about Jungle Book. I just had the epiphany that, well, that's what Lion King's going to be like. Yeah, that's it is. That's exactly King. what it's going to be. Shit. Which is why I don't get why they call it live action when it's clearly going to be just CGI. Yeah. I <laughs> well, yeah, I don't get I don't get all Dear that. Dear Disney, figure <laughs> that out and tell us. Uh, I watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame for the first time. <laughs> no, but I, I thought, I don't think that the movie's like incredible like i know some people who adore that movie but i do think that musically it's the most structured like an actual musical like the the way the music actually flows Mm -hmm. and um i think it's beautifully drawn but i don't know how often like after i thought about a little bit when i first watched i was like this is incredible and then later i was like i didn't follow the source material in the slightest it was okay i I don't (laughs) think 
But there's definitely like I get why it has <laughs> the fans that it has. It was wait. Okay. What do you? Who is a fan of the Hunchback of Notre Dame? I feel like that movie is the most shitted on in like recent memory. It's pretty well liked. I've noticed when I was looking online. I mean, Esmeralda's pretty cool. Esmeralda's pretty cool. I also think, a great name. I also think Esmeralda she's Esmeralda Thermopolis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All the syllables. <laughs> uh, well, if you guys there is a lot of syllables. If you guys don't have any other movies or Disney stuff that you watch, I did watch. I watched a live action one, Cinderella. Oh, there we go. Live action Cinderella. 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 Thank you for that. Which came out in 2015, and it stars Lily James and Richard Madden, who was a babe, and he played Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. Mm. Just FYI. I still haven't seen that live action Cinderella. How yeah, is I it? It's really good, guys. Like it is. Everything I want a Disney live-action film to be. Hmm. It, like, follows it to the T, the original movie, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's so much chewing in my ear. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Listen, between this bag of Hershey, Hershey miniatures and this glass of wine. Yeah, we're eating chocolate and drinking wine. What, what do you want? <laughs> Layer cake wine, to be specific. Dessert wine with dessert. Anyway, live-action Cinderella is fantastic. And the horse she rides is beautiful, by the way. Right. Just saying. Good to know. Uh, Brooke likes horses, by the way. She if you didn't know. Horse fanatic. <laughs> so here's, uh, there's only two noteworthy anniversaries in the month of August that I found for this year. Uh, they're both tied to Disney Channel movies. Yeah! Um, on... <laughs> On the 15th of August, it will be the 15-year anniversary of the Cheetah Girls. Ooh! I love the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. And on the 20th of August, it'll be the 20-year anniversary of Brink. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Soul Skaters for life. I believe both of those were on our list for our top five... Original movies. Brink was my number one. Yeah, yeah. so... Speaking uh, of which, we need to get rollerblades. We still don't get rollerblades. We're going to get fucking rollerblades. And I want to get like the old school like helmets and like knee pads mm-hmm. and elbow pads. And take like a cool picture of us looking real retro and like saying 90s shit. Yeah. Wear yeah. a little bit of flannel. Yeah. Maybe some checkered pants. Yeah. No. Ripped. Yeah. yeah they've got to be like acid wash. I got them. We're good. All right. Speaking of, if anybody listening, rollerblades. Please send us some links to good rollerblades because it's overwhelming when I go on Amazon. Yeah, and good rollerblades roller at a good price. Yeah, we are millennials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's dive into the news. Um, so recently, literally, probably a week after the last news episode, uh, Toy Story Land opened, which was a big success over in Disney World. Uh, the Slinky Dog Dash ride had a wait time of over four hours on the opening day. Oh my god, who who goes through that? Well, I, I mean, I've never somebody. like we've discussed a, a million times. I've never been to Disney, so like I guess that's just like a wait time. People wait their whole lives to do that shit. But yeah. Like I, oh my god, I don't know if I have the patience. The plus is that a lot of those Disney rides, the wait lines. Um, are so detailed and interesting and playful that it makes it worth it a lot of the time. I was just going to say, it's like a ride waiting for the ride. Good. That's good to know. It's like you get to walk through, like, like imagine like kind of going through, like, a museum. I lo- See, I love as museums. As you're in line. 
So I would like that. There's always something to look at. I could do that. And so there's only three rides in Toy Story Land, correct? Correct. (laughs) So you know, well, we all know this person. Mm -hmm. And she went to Toy Story Land. Tell Mm -hmm. us her experience. Yes, she... So she lives down in uh, Florida, about within like two hours to Disney. So she frequently goes there. And uh, she went to Toy Story Land. And so the park opens at eight, mm-hmm. right? They got there at six. Disney doing their thing. Sometimes we'll open the park early. So they got the park opened early and got in there very quickly before all the rest of the crowds come in because people who don't know that the park sometimes goes open early aren't going to get there early. They get there around 8. So you miss all that. So they were able to do all the rides twice by 11. Holy oh, wow. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting like less than an hour for that slinky roller coaster. Oh, that's so cool. Did she say if it was uh, fun? Uh, she loved it. It was great. They did a great killer job as always, apparently. Um, rides were fun. That's why they did them multiple times. And then apparently the, you know, after they got off the second time, the wait was like three and a half hours. So, yeah. and that was just within the last month. Well, in the design, like everything I've been seeing about the design of the, the that portion of the park is like super impressive. Like it's supposed to be that you're in Andy's backyard, so everything's built out of pencils and scotch tape and stuff like that. And there's giant Andy footprints all over the land, so it looks like he's been walking through there. I wonder if it's similar to how they did the Bugs Life's area. I'm sure. Where everything was just giant. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, um... I, the... <laughs> There's like one eating area there called Andy's Lunchbox, and it's all like. <laughs> I need Andy's Lunchbox. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's oh, uh, wow. Sorry. It's all like, um, <laughs> like food that you would give a child, and apparently there's like a what pop food part. you'd give a child. What is it? Like well, Lunchables like... and Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> like like ham and Crack cheese sandwiches and stuff like that. But there's apparently like these like gourmet pop tart type things that they've made that apparently look really delicious but all of the <laughs> a gourmet pop tart mm. apparently look really delicious <laughs> they look they look delicious but the photos that i've seen of there uh the tables are all notes that the mom has left in andy's uh lunchbox so like one table will just be like a handwritten note that says like Dear Andy, you're my favorite cowboy. Love mom or like stuff like that, which I think is Wow, like, what if like her daughter wanted to be a cowboy? Well Yeah, that's rude. Yeah. Well, is the rest true. of the family in that at all? No, I guess not. So there's no dad. No. What happened to Andy's dad? You well, never know. So remember it came out in the nineties and I was talking to somebody about this today. Maybe yesterday. But the nineties were big for parents getting divorced it was like a huge theme of the 90s and like single parents so they were 90s it was cool to get divorced in the 90s yeah everybody was doing it yeah google it it. there's a trend chart (laughs) um so i've got a little bit of movie news uh so we've got 
A, the fact is when this episode drops, uh, Christopher Robin will have officially opened. Yay! So I'm super excited for that. I know, me Tremendous. too. Uh, but they moved Mary Poppins Returns up a week to get it out from that Christmas weekend. So now it's going to be opening in December 19th. Good. With Lin-Manuel Miranda. You know, that's actually really smart because then they get the people before Christmas that want to go. And then exactly. the people that go on Christmas can still see it. Uh, they've announced that on October 11th in 2019, they're going to be doing a movie based on the Jungle Cruise ride, which will be starring The Rock and Emily Blunt. <laughs> I, I love The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I love The Rock. Um, and go, He goes by his real name, Dwayne Johnson now, Dwayne by the, the way. Rock Johnson. <laughs> I saw Skyscraper when I was in L.A. It Which was is, bad. that looks like a Die Hard, like a new age Die Hard. I, I called it Sky Hard. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Uh, and then May 19th, 2020, we've got Maleficent 2. Why out. Why do we need that? We, we know she's really in Snow White and not in Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, we don't need a sequel. <laughs> we don't need a sequel. I slowly picked on... To the fact that whenever Brooke sings anything, she kind of just sounds like Aziz Asari every single time. <laughs> in I'm, the best way, in though. In the best way. Because that's the best thing about Aziz. I'm going to kill myself now. <laughs> no, it's charming. Is uh, it? Yeah. I don't really want to sound like Aziz Ansari. <laughs> no, because when I don't he even does like it, Tom Haverford. What it is? I like John Ralphio. <laughs> John Ralphio. How would you, without saying that it's Aziz Ansari, what, what's the essence that we're. Nasally annoying. No, no, no. It's the it's the animation in the tone. Yeah, just the very yeah. Sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. (laughs) Uh, So, Brooke, I'm I'm curious to to know your opinion on this final news piece, which is that they announced in 2021 Indiana Jones Five. First of all, Harrison Ford will probably be dead by then. Um, so that's an optimistic start. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I love Harrison Ford. I think he's great. He's a grump. I appreciate that. Um, I just don't understand why we need a five when four was already so bad. Are they trying to redeem themselves? Probably not. Some like, people can't make a mistake just once. Who's in this one? Didn't they like reveal who's in this one? I'm sure they did. I couldn't get any information on that. Just I was like, oh, they're making another, another Indiana Jones movie. That's something to bring up to Brooke. It's just, you know, let let bygones be bygones type of thing. <laughs> All right. So we've got one last park piece of news. Uh, they've started construction on a new roller coaster that they want to build in Epcot that will be Guardians of the Galaxy theme. Where's Chris Pratt? <laughs> Where is he? And that leads into what I think the main news topic is going to be of this episode. Um, which will be, I mean, before we do that, yeah, I have a piece of news. Go for it. That you didn't bring up. Singer. Oh, no. Got him. <laughs> so Disney <laughs> is releasing a sequel to Hocus Pocus. What? Yeah. Listen to this. Boom. But news drop. here's a twist. I'm listening. It's a book. Okay. And <laughs> it's really progressive and it kind of fits with uh, an episode that we released in June for Pride Month. Yes. When we talked about Disney having openly gay characters. Mm-hmm. Well, in the sequel, it is about Poppy, who is the daughter of Max and Allison. Okay. And she has a female love interest Ooh. in the book. And then th- those two have a run-in with the Sanderson sisters 25 years after the events of Hocus Pocus. 
I'm in. So that's supposed to come out in August, I believe. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm gonna Everyone to, read the book. <laughs> we'll do like a special uh, Disneyto book club on that or something. Yeah. Conspiracy Dude, theory I just formed. Yes. What if Disney, in the spirit of being Disney, throws a curveball? What if they release this book just to amp things up? Four. And then they release, they drop like a fucking surprise Disney Channel original movie, Hocus Pocus 2, around Halloween. Uh, we no. watch it together. I don't want it to be an original movie. I want it to be in theaters. What if they release a, a, <laughs> a theatrical <laughs> trailer? Every, yeah, what if they did everything <laughs> that Andrew just said, but it was a theatric release instead of an OG Dope. movie? I would shit a brick. Literally I shit a brick. I would cancel any Halloween plans that anybody made with yeah, me. There's no <laughs> way I would do anything other than see Hocus Pocus. They would break the box office. Dude, they would kill it. Like, do they do they even understand what a cult following this movie has? They're making Indiana Jones 5 when they could... And we can't even get a Hocus Pocus 2! What the fuck? <laughs> they wrote a book. They, they wrote, wrote a book. To do so there's a nobody's script. Nobody's gonna look at. But I, I feel like a it. lot of people need to go out and buy that book as soon as it comes out to show that we are ready for part two. I will play Poppy. Hocus I mean, I could Pocus totally pass a as a seventeen-year-old, right? Hocus Pocus has been trending on social media since social media was a thing. If they don't have the analytics to see that Hocus Pocus two is viable and totally profitable, they're stupid. Well, which I know they're not. So there's a reason. Didn't um, what's her name? Tony, it's because they can't get the whole I'm just crew gonna, back together. Winifred Sanderson. Fred Midler? Yes. <laughs> Didn't she say she would do a second one? Yeah, I think they all, they all said. Yeah. So, like, what is the deal here? We got three high school musicals. Maybe they can't get that. Who, was the, who played the blonde girl? Who played Sarah Allison? Jessica Parker? <laughs> oh, wait, no. no. Not the witch. The, the one that the Who played Allison? With. Yeah, Allison. We, we, can, we could replace yeah, her. We can replace, we can replace her. We can replace Allison. Also, I'm pretty sure she's kids. not doing a whole hell of a lot right now, so she would probably be in. Well, that's my thing. Like yeah, She's probably sitting outside of Disney right now campaigning for Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> I need work. <laughs> she's probably in like a really successful show right now, and we're all just being assholes. Yeah, I'm going to go look Or she's just still banking on Hocus Pocus, and Dude, it's fine. For real. <laughs> Man, they're set. They really are. I wish I had been able to play Danny, but I was only three when that movie What's came out. What's she doing now? She, I mean, she was in what now and then, and mm-hmm. she was in Thirteen with Nikki Reed. Mm-hmm. She's done a bunch of stuff since then. Uh, the girl who played or no, she Allison. wasn't in Thirteen with Nikki Reed. That was Evan Rachel Wood. I'm an idiot. The Sorry. girl who's been in Allison, or the girl who played Allison, hasn't really done anything that I've heard of. On to more pleasant news, I guess. <laughs> is, real, it, is it more can pleasant we look at some news? puppies for a minute? No, Jeez. I guess yeah, it's, yeah. It's not really the most pleasant news, but it's the the biggest Disney related news happening right now. Uh, so we talked about the um, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, <clears throat> and while I, I was at Comic Con, uh, this news dropped, and I was like, okay, we have to talk about this on the podcast. Uh, so James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, before he got Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of like a punk rock uh, shock comedian and would do really gross, offensive films. He made some like very X-rated horror films in his past. He did uh, these short films called PG Porn that all involve like a 70s porn type scenario where the porn star dies before any sex happens. Like All these really fucked up, twisted things. But he got to do Guardians because... He promised that like that was in his past and that he'd moved on. Um, and then the the same guy who was behind the whole like 
Gamergate and Pizzagate stuff and who like basically he's a, a super yeah, he's a super mm. like alt right person, um, tries to basically has been like digging up anything where someone who's opposed to Trump has been bitching too much about anti Trump stuff, they'll dig up something horrible from their past and use that to get their them fired and to make like the left side seem like they're hypocrites. So he dug back 10 years and found some tweets that James Gunn had written 10 years ago and then used that to eventually get him pulled from Guardians of the Galaxy and have his Twitter shut down and got him fired from but a what bunch were of But what stuff. were the tweets? <clears throat> Sounds like a lot of drama. So the two main ones that have caused a little bit of controversy, admittedly, and here's, I'm going to read the two tweets that they brought up and then what James Gunn's response was to it. Um, the first one was, I think the best thing about getting raped is when you're done being raped and you feel like, at least I'm not being raped anymore. Um, and the other one was a tweet that said, hashtag unrom- making romantic movies unromantic, three men and a baby whom they fuck. Um, so, yeah. So he tweeted out, Uh, Many people who followed my career knew that I viewed myself as a shock jock, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. I've discussed this in public many times, but I've developed and grown as a person, and so has my work and my humor. I don't regret the person that I was, but I like the person I am much more. Um, And people have used this uh, to kind of rally behind James Gunn. Uh, There was a a change.org petition that was set up four days ago that already has 300,000 signatures on it demanding that Disney change their philosophies. Uh, The biggest thing that people are saying is you're firing a dude for how he was 10 years ago when Disney has a very, very racy past of like Song of the South and the depiction of crows in Jungle or in uh, Dumbo and like Siamese cats in Lady in the Tramp. But I'm curious what your guys' opinion is on this whole thing. So I think what he tweeted is... um, obviously very insensitive and wrong and shouldn't have been said. Um, With that, I feel like he has owned that it's something he has done, but he's not the same person. I feel like he's not like advocating those things. I feel like the second one about like the three men and a baby they fuck was very clearly a joke. And while it was like not a good one, I don't think he meant any harm by it. Um, it was just kind of like a poor decision on his part. I think the one about uh, rape, you just shouldn't joke about rape. I feel like we should be past that as a society. Like, that's just not something you joke about ever. Um, hopefully, it's not something he has joked about since or ever will again. Um, with that said, I think he did a really good job with Guardians of the Galaxy. I think if. I'm all about giving people second chances. And I think Disney should maybe reflect on that a little bit. I feel like in this this time right now, people are so quick. Like, as soon as you do one thing wrong, like, you're cut off. But, like, our president can do a million things wrong, and he's still fucking president of the United States. Yeah. Well, and people have pointed out that Johnny Depp is still doing Pirates movies while it's been, like, known that he beat his wife. He beat up. Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's kind of just a, a well, really you're not famous enough for us user. to stand up for you, I feel like. I feel like it's just they're trying to make examples of people just to make examples of people. 
Yeah, it's a very it's it's definitely like a a very iffy groundwork to be walking on in the first place. I mean, I think he should have to answer for like stuff that he has said in the past and like give those explanations. I think he should, but like I don't think we should punish someone forever if they have clearly shown that like they've changed their ways. Yeah, his brother had written a thing that I thought was really because his brother is actually a pretty famous actor and he's in the Guardians movies. Um, his brother was on like Gilmore Girls and stuff like that. But he had said, like, I remember when James first got this movie, he was afraid that he was going to lose his shocky edge humor. And then I saw him naturally lose it when he realized that that wasn't the person he really was anymore. Um, he goes, I, I don't think someone should be punished for growing. I agree. I don't think they should. Like, I mean, so if we can elect a man who said he grabs women by the pussy as president, <laughs> then I think he sh- the- James Gunn can yeah. direct a movie about <laughs> aliens well, Disney, starring Chris Pratt. <laughs> it's, I mean, Disney, the movie Powder that Disney produced, I mean, it didn't make a ton of money, but the, that... Disney produced Powder? Yeah. About the albino boy? Yeah. Never, really? Never di- heard of it. The director of that movie was... Con- that was the first movie he made after getting released from jail for raping a minor on the movie set. And Disney still hired him to do Powder. Well, Powder's a fucked up movie in general. Um, like it's wh- just one of those things where it's like, you hired that guy. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite had a really funny response to it where he was talking, because he's the voice of uh, one of the two minions to Hades in Hercules. And he was also a very like vulgar comedian in the 80s. So he said, Disney, I'm going to do you a favor. Uh, I know you just hired me to do all this voice work for one of your new attractions, but you should probably... Uh, pull me from that attraction because I've got some really offensive stuff that I said a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, Hades is in there and you should probably look into some of the stuff James Woods has been saying online as well. Right. <laughs> like, so it, it's been, I think a lot of people have been speaking out. Uh, Batista implied that he wouldn't come back for a movie if James wasn't rehired, which might be... Uh, no Drax. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know if they could do a Guardians movie without Drax. <laughs> Matt's choking to death. It was so funny. <laughs> and that makes Andrew laugh. It's because I am elderly compared to I mean, I th- I think everyone has said something at some point in their life that is really sketchy and shady that could, you know, affect them now. Everyone has done something like that. I don't care who you are. Everyone has done something like that. We shouldn't be punished for it unless it's like clearly an ingrained part of our personality. Yeah. At one point, James Gunn's Wikipedia page said that he was a pedophile because of the jokes that he had written on Twitter. Like people take things and push it to a certain level. So, Andrew, you've been kind of quiet. I'm curious your perspective on everything. I'm not quiet. I'm just listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, so... Clearly, given the tweets, given his age, where he, no, you know what? No, I'm not going to say age because age has nothing to do with it. Given where he was at in his career and his state of mind and his state of life, I see that he had drivers aiming to get him fame and success. And at the time when those tweets come came out, the big thing, if my memory serves me right, was going against the grain, going against the norm doing things that were taboo and that were 
looked down upon or shunned in a, in a kind of a, that way. So seeing those tweets just makes me think that it's less of this is how I really feel as a person as opposed to this is what I'm going to say because I know it's going to spark controversy. And that's yeah. what he wanted. And for somebody to then be able to reflect and admit that, I commend for. And, you know, to Brooke's point, like, it's shit that happened in the past. And if you can own up to it and you clearly have a track record that's completely different from that and you've been successful and have made good decisions and made great relationships with people in your life, then... Why hold that against somebody? That's why the world's the way it is. Because we're, we look at those things, we focus mm-hmm. on that instead of everything else. Yeah, I think we need to recognize when a person grows and develops, and like whether that has happened with James Gunn or not, it's not for me to decide or be the judge of. Like clearly, Disney needs to be the judge of that, but they have to be willing to like look at someone's growth and look at you know how they're representing themselves today versus back then. Because that person, someone dug up 10 years of shit to bring it to light. Like, if Disney didn't notice this before, like, why is it influencing them now? Like, they were aware of it when he first got hired. Okay, so because someone was like, oh, look at what he said. Like, how many times can we pull up shit? Like, I hate to keep going back to Trump, but he's just such a moron that it's easy to do. And I don't mean to, like, politicize this, but, like, he has said shit in the past where it's like oh if you agree with putin on anything like you shouldn't be president but then it's like he goes and does it and it's like he's still president you yeah. know that's still a th- he still is oh even just looking at ourselves we let's all take five mi- five seconds and think to ourselves you look at the last 10 15 years of your life you think of all the craziest worst shit you've done think of how annoying you were posting shit on social media oh my god time hop makes me hate my younger self (laughs) dude i don't have it connected to my facebook like i don't want to know what the hell i was saying i was so annoying oh my god so i get this guy i i I empathize and you know there was probably like there was a niche for that there still is a niche for it, for shock jocks and all that kind of stuff. Well, I was going to say, like, three three years ago, even, when I first started doing the Horror Movie Night podcast, we were playing, like, exaggerated characters of ourselves, and we decided to step away from that because too many people were thinking that that's who we really were. So when we would say, like, kind of off-colored, shocking things, we were getting a lot of people were like, fuck yeah, and we are like, well, we don't want that fan base. Like, So, like, yeah, there's some stuff where... If I was to get and even like a little bit bigger, I would be like, all right, let's delete the first like 50 episodes of this show and never let them see the light of day. I mean, I think it's all about like, obviously, James Gunn is not about that anymore. I'm, you know, assuming. And I think Disney needs to not be so controlled by people who are trying to cause controversy. And he was in the middle of a divorce when all that was written too which i think has a lot of like anger behind it most of my friends i know when they're going through that are not you know always making the most thought out you're not your best self in situations like that no even if you really try to be like there's pieces of you that are lacking obviously it's up for disney to decide i hope that they have like a very um open dialogue about it and take in you know into consideration how long ago that was who Jim is today, what the cast and like crew says about him and like how they feel about it. You know, that 
it's ultimately up for them to decide. I think it was a hasty decision. I think like in this time right now, people are just like letting heads roll after the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. Like nobody wants to be caught up in that. Yeah. They just don't. And so it's like they, they see a risk and they want to eliminate it. So they do it immediately without, you know, taking in what it could really be costing them. No, I think that that's fair. Uh, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add on the topic? My gut feeling is that they're not going to bring him back because they would rather have their the fans be pissed than risk like the, investors, their in, investors and the media going ham on them for going weak or for going back on their word and then questioning everything. Yeah, I don't think I agree. I agree. I don't like think they'll bring him back. And then they can't do that because they're too big. I uh, I had the uh, cool advantage of when James Gunn got his start, he was doing films for a really indie horror company called Troma. Um, and the founder of Troma comes to Comic-Con every year. It's this guy, Lloyd Kaufman, and he always has the booth right behind ours. So I've developed a decent friendship with him. And he's put Lloyd in every movie that he's made since as a thank you for Lloyd giving him his start. And I was asking him, like, what do you think? And he goes, Lloyd, he said, James made so much money on those two movies, and he loves film. Like, this sucks. But if no one's going to hire him, he's just going to make use his own money to make a movie and, like, keep moving forward. But he's like, it's just been a real hit on him because, you know, you you get one negative thing said about you online, and he goes... He's been personally attacked on Twitter. People are attacking his daughters and his like wife and like all of this other stuff because it's just, you know, people. He's you know the the negative the negativity of the anonymous internet where you can say something shitty to somebody just because it can't come back to you. Um, he said that's the part that sucks. He's fine with the fact that he lost the job. Like he understands it. And he respects the decision, but he doesn't like that people are basically attacking his family with accusations that aren't even remotely accurate. I mean, that's that's keyboard warriors for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this was a very serious episode of the news. Was it? I feel like we had a little bit of fun. <laughs> we had fun at the start. We I heard a lot of chewing. Like a Hasn't stopped me from eating chocolate this whole time. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I know. We're having this this nice back and forth, and Andrew's just crushing some He's crackles snacking. over there. When I say I'll eat chocolate if it's in front of me until, <laughs> Dude, until there's no chocolate. Not till I'm full, not till I'm sick. Until there's no chocolate, I will. Dude, you do you. Be yourself. Mm. That was the news. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and that you continue listening to the Disney Heroes podcast. Otherwise, we're going to have one less thing to do a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have any opinions about the james gunn firing or the hoax pokes 2 and how there should really be a theatrical movie or uh if you've been to toy story land you should reach out to us and give us your your thoughts or also just tell us your favorite chocolate and whether you think white chocolate is trash like we do um if you, you don't can- think it's trash you're trash Wow, that's <laughs> just kidding that's a little rough we Real we love you despite your flaws um so yeah 
reach out to us uh, at our email, which is disneytopodcast at gmail.com. We have a website that you can also email us from. Uh, that's disneytopodcast.com. We have a Twitter um, at disneytopodcast, and we also have a Facebook group, Disneytos. I think I've covered them all. If Do I have Instagram, guys? No. Do you need Snapchat? No. I don't know. Tell us. Do you want to interact on Snapchat? Please, no, I can't do it all. But you can Although follow I could Brooke's snap dog. you. You can yes, I was gonna say I could snap you my dogs. <laughs> you can follow my dogs on Instagram. They have their own account. It's at Rowdy Griffin the first. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain it. Just look it up. <laughs> Search for it. You'll find it. If you don't, oh well. Then you're missing out. It'll be a little hunt. It's like a treasure hunt. Yeah, it's like a search in Instagram. <laughs> and that's the episode. We out. Okay, bye. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not liking this right now. I'm not good. <laughs> check, check. You sound like a whale. Like Dory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like white chocolate. No, white chocolate's not chocolate. White chocolate's garbage. It's trash. It's <laughs> absolute <laughs> trash. It is. When I was it's out. like they took everything good about chocolate and did the opposite. <laughs> they and were then like, added a bunch of sugar. Yeah, they <laughs> so were like, just take it. this white <laughs> substance and pour sh- like shitty sugar in it. <laughs> <laughs>